Hi everybody and welcome to We Rebranded, the Instagram live show where I speak to business owners who've rebranded, refreshed or revived their business brand. I'm very excited today to have Verity White of Checklist Legal with us. Verity has a legal industry challenger brand. Uh, she's a real disruptor. So welcome, Verity. I am just going to invite her into the show. <laughs> there she is. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. Check, and, check. Uh, you can see me and hear me okay. That's good news. Yep. Perfect, perfect. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sending through those before shots of the brand. <laughs> How embarrassing. Before. How embarrassing. It was very brave. <laughs> and I'm going to put them on my website as well so that they're there for posterity. Um, <laughs> that help, yeah. <laughs> um, Verity, I introduced you very quickly by saying you're, you're really um, a legal industry disruptor. You're not your typical lawyer. Um, and so uh, the first question I wanted to actually ask you was, what does your industry normally look and sound like when people encounter, say, law firms? Yes, I think if, um, if the legal industry was a font, it would probably be Times New Roman. It's pretty boring. Yeah. It's pretty old school uh, yeah. in lots of ways. I think there's some really exciting pockets. And so I find the legal industry really exciting in the pocket that I'm in and the people that I talk to. Mm -hmm. uh, so, But I think as a whole, uh, it's got a bit of a reputation of uh, being pretty complex, pretty closed door, not really mm -hmm. open to innovating and... You know, yeah. there's, there's lots of things that have caught a lot of lawyers by surprise. You know, they used to say, oh, no, we'll never be able to do legal, you know, matters by email. That would be, you know, complete <laughs> confidentiality. This is what lawyers used to say. And so they're very much um, very stuck in their ways, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And how is Checklist Legal different so Checklist Legal, being a teeny tiny boutique law firm, I've mm -hmm. been able to create it exactly the way that I like to experience legal services because, I mean, we're all, um, you know, often from time to time have to make use of legal services. So I've been able to create it the way that I want to buy legal services and the way that I think legal services should be provided, which is lots of uh, personality within both the business but also within contractual documents because contracts are what I love to work mm -hmm. on. So, uh, so yeah, I do a lot of contract design, legal innovation and, you know, contracts that actually reflect brand personality that actually work in a digital mm -hmm. world. So a lot of uh, contracts traditionally are just given to you in this Word doc template and that's all you get. Like that, you don't get understanding of how it will fit into your workflow or how you're supposed to actually use that document. Uh, yeah. So, 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 yeah, that's my approach, really hands-on, practical and visual. Yeah, it sounds like you're demystifying contracts and, and making them more accessible for everybody. Definitely trying to, yes. <laughs> that's the plan. Um, checklist legal used to look very different. I mean, now, sure yeah, 
when people go to your website now, there's your smiling face. You look really cool and fresh and fun. And <laughs> that's not just well, coming you. through in the photos of you. Um, it's, it's the, the, it's the color scheme of the website. It's the tone of voice that you use in your language. Um, tell us Thank about you. the journey. I mean, you're welcome. Um, yeah. what, it didn't look like that in the beginning though. And you said no, you do a couple of old logos. Oh, bless. Did you make those yourself in the beginning? Or? I did. Yeah. So, I mean, initially <laughs> Techless Legal started as a blog where I was just writing about mm. Um, bits and pieces that I was interested in in the law and yeah. then you know I was moving into more of a consultancy so not actually providing legal services but providing general you know innovation consulting and and some mm -hmm. design work like very like from a legal perspective not a graphic designer at all and and, and so I tr tried my hand at a few things of trying to make like pick out icons and and um, this idea of checklists the reason why you know, the law firm is called Checklist Legal is based on a book by a man called Atal Gawande who wrote a book called Checklist Manifesto, which oh. is, you know, he rolled this out through the World Health Organization, these checklists for doing surgeries. It's the same as why we have checklists in um, airplanes and checklists now in surgeries because it actually reduces the error rate and increases the skill without actually needing to increase your experience. So I was like, this is perfect for the law because people are clever. They know what to do. They just need a bit of help. So yeah. that whole checklist idea, I was trying to like, how do I come up with a brand that encapsulates all of these ideas? And so I was trying to come up with checklists. And so I had a go. I didn't do a great job of it, but you know, that, that, that was my that was yeah, my Yeah, the lawyer tries to hand at graphic design. No, no, no. Leave, let's leave it what to can the you do? No, what can you do? <laughs> no, yeah, I think so that's my first DIY. Yes, you, you fake it till you make it. You kind of make it yourself and see what you can do. And, and I think it's good to have a go at trying to get your ideas yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well in those early days when you're first starting a business, or as you said, it started as a blog mm. and it emerged to something else. Sometimes you don't know where your business direction will be going in those first couple of years. So you don't want yeah. to invest a lot in a website and branding because... Oh, Michelle, I, I didn't even send you what my, my first blog was going to be about. <laughs> I used to like cycle a lot. So it was going to yeah. be about like like commuting and like you know a lifestyle, and I was like, no, focus on what you're good at. Oh, so nothing about the law at all. It was just going to be no. Before checklist yeah. legal, it was Verity yeah. Rider. It was like a whole different thing. Very yeah, silly. Okay. I'm glad you you went with with the yeah. the law side. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean. I remember before I'd actually met you in person, I had for some reason seen your website and seen your socials and I was like, whoa, this girl is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, fake it to you, man. <laughs> But, I mean, that's not the first impression you think people would have of a lawyer and a law firm. You're normally um, a little bit cold or a little bit removed, a bit smarter than the rest of us and a bit intimidating. But, um yeah. No, lawyers are just as ridiculous as everyone else, I think, so don't be too intimidated by <laughs> lawyers. Uh, yeah, it was, and it's great fun to, I think, play around with your brand and, until you mm. get an idea of it. And I liked it at the time, and then when I wanted to turn it into a law firm and when I, you know, you have to do a bit of training and do some qual extra qualifications, so I did that and I wanted it to, so that's when I kind of got... Um, I went on to Fiverr and got a Fiverr mm. person to help me with my brand. And, and that was actually, you know, pretty good. I quite liked it. Mm. I didn't mind the work mm. that they did. Uh, but then I wanted something. I was like, this still isn't quite right. 
because it's still a bit too like I'm trying to be a law firm, not trying to be checklist legal, like as the mm. brand that I wanted to be. So that yeah. that was um, when I went and found the amazing uh, Lauren Fredericks from Elise Design Collective, who did a, the design work for me mm. for the current what brand. Was that, what was that tipping point when you said, "Yeah, I have to level up"? everything that I'm doing with my brand, my website, the way I'm writing about my business, the way it looks. Yeah, I uh, I was I realised when I first started the law firm, I was looking around at other people and other lawyers and I was like, oh, I, I'll, so I'll just do what they do. Like this is what um, yeah. I have to do to be yeah. a lawyer. <laughs> but then I realised actually that's, I don't even know what, whether it was a specific tipping point. I think it was because people were like, I, I had things on my website where I was like, I can help with like all of this stuff. But mm. I, and then people kept asking, I was like, I don't actually want to help with that yeah. stuff. So why am I saying that? And people are expecting me to be this like corporate like person. And so they come to, so I wanted to attract the people to me mm. that I wanted to work with and the work that I wanted to do. And that's when it kind of clicked for me that, uh, I needed to create that brand as a, you know, um, you know, the, the enticement to, to, so people that would get it and like that would like me and like and want to work with me. So that was kind of the the thing that all fell into place for me when I realised I wasn't getting the clients that I wanted to work with yeah. or the work that I wanted to do. So this Absolutely. branding has really helped with that for sure. Yeah. And um, who, what kind of people are you attracting now? Are you allowed to name drop some of your clients or at least uh, explain what their industry is and how you've Yeah, helped? yeah. So, so I work with a lot of different industries. I have two kind of mm -hmm. key clients, a lot of female founders that I work with who are really driven by uh, a purpose often, like a specific mission mm -hmm. that they're on. Uh, and I work with them to create their revenue generating contracts. So anything that you do to earn money within your business with your key clients is, is generally that that contract is what I love to work mm -hmm. on so that we can redesign it so it matches in with your process, it matches in nice. with your brand voice. So when you get to the point of like and now sign here or click to agree, it just all feels, it just all works together. It's not like a clunky yeah. process. But yeah. So that's my female founder clients. And then in the legal space, I'm starting to build uh, a real uh, – niche around contract design so i'm teaching mm -hmm. at melbourne uni at the moment on in contract design for automation because it's quite a specific skill set to turn a contract that a large corporation uses and make it uh work in a digital automated way so mm -hmm. that's kind of my little niche as well working with b corps is something i hope to be a b corp myself one day which is um, kind yeah. of a big journey to go on but yeah so working in uh yeah, so there's no, not really a specific industry, but mm. uh, mainly online service-based businesses and uh, innovative legal teams, small legal teams. Mm -hmm. So I have a confession to make, and you already know this Please. because we've, I've, we're working together on some of your client stories, which is a different story. But yeah. I <laughs> thought I was doing well because I have a digital proposal tool that I use and I send it out and it's got this lovely yes. contract that I just found in the tool and I kind of tweaked it and wrote some of my own stuff and that's mm. what goes out to clients and they sign I mean what do you what do you think of that and what would you do to make it checklist legalized so yeah it's interesting because a lot of um a lot of clients say oh it's like, I don't I don't need a lawyer because I've already got you know I've got kajabi and that comes with a mm. privacy policy in terms I'm like have you read have you read yeah. them 
because those terms are to protect Kajabi, they're not to protect you. And and uh, yeah, so I, I would say if you don't want to, you don't have to get a lawyer to help with your terms, uh, but it can help. <laughs> definitely, I would definitely recommend it. But at least read your terms and conditions and you can even just put it as dot points on rules of the road. If you're mm. being fair and reasonable, um, then that that's a really good start, not being unreasonable. But... Uh, I do, I mean, I've read over your proposal uh, and I think making it, making sure you understand what's in it is like a, a, a key factor, which I think you do, which is helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of making it easier to read, there's some information design techniques that everyone has access to often in Canva uh, these days, but that can be difficult to update for each individual yeah. customer. Yeah. So you might want to, so I work with my clients to develop a few different ways that you can have your terms and conditions that stay the same and then maybe you've got your nice proposal that you update with a few key details. Mm -hmm. um, I work with a lot of, I did my um, engagement process within Dubsado. So I work with a lot of clients that actually use that platform uh, because it you want it all to work nice and smoothly together. So, yeah, I, um, I'm probably rambling on there a little bit, but <laughs> in terms of improving the readability of contracts, definitely yeah. reducing the legalese. You can have a look mm. at some of the reading statistics on your actually in a Word document to make sure that it's clear, understanding your terms and conditions. Um, yeah, I suppose those would be my, my main ones. And that I there's one thing I was hoping you were going to tell everybody, the emojis. Oh, yes. Oh, emojis. Emojis. You're famous yeah. for them. Everyone mentions them when they talk about yeah. you and the work that you do. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you can, call, you can use emojis. You can use icons. Yeah. There's so many ways. And so this, the reason for putting images into a contract is based in science around there's the picture superiority effect, which is our memory is we can mm. remember things quickly, more quickly and, and for longer when there's images attached, which is helpful for you to understand and remember your own business terms. It's also helpful for scanning and reading and yes. finding things more quickly. So there's a lot of science behind it, but it's also just cool. It's like a, just a good yeah. way to show your personality. So you can have um, so many different types of icons. I'm really moving towards this kind of hand-drawn type icons, not so much the like rigid, you know, perfect mm. icons, but depending on who your clients are you might want to have a more rigid approach but uh, I yeah. love that you can um, take you know you might already have icons you might already have particular emojis that you use and that means you're speaking the same voice you know when you're sending out your email newsletter as when you're sending out your contract which is just perfect right that's that whole um, mm. synergy of, of building a brand so that there's nothing that's jerking you out of that experience when you're yeah. when you're reading through yeah yeah I love that in your work you're thinking about the brand identity uh and what and the value that the, your client is communicating as well it's not just that you're giving them a document but you're giving them something that really fits in with their whole brand definitely and yeah. from my point of view when I'm redesigning for clients what I want them to do because uh, it's part of my mission as a business is to empower women to really uh, own the business side of their business and not be scared of it. And so putting it in their brand colours, in their brand voice, is actually a huge part of that. It's not just this is a contract, it's, this is my contract, like this is part of my business. So I think it's yeah. really um, a really important thing to think about when you're 
even if you, you know, whatever kind of contract or proposal you're putting together, getting those, getting the words in the words that you would speak to your clients is so powerful for you as a business owner to be like, yes, this is how I run my business and these are the rules and this is when we'll give you a refund and this is when we won't give you a refund and it's quite yeah, clear. I love it. Yeah. I love it because what you're saying is that having that, it's like a backup and you have this confidence then to yeah. believe in what you're offering and what your terms are and what you will and won't stand for. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. And if you've yeah. got the contract that you are really confident in, it is almost like hiring a person for your business that's just mm. there all the time, you know, doing the, doing some heavy lifting for you and keeping you keeping you a bit protected and, and explaining things to your clients that, mm. so you don't have to. So back to um, your new brand or the, the rebrand yes. you, and the photos of you, did you get a professional photographer to take those? I sure did. How did that work? Yeah. I sure did. And I can tell you, I think every yeah. woman should do it regardless of whether you have a business or not because it seems like <laughs> the only time that we get these professional photos done or maybe if you get married or if you're at a Deb <laughs> ball or something like, I don't know, random, um, I'm lucky because my cousins are professional filmmakers oh, and photographers and they always need models, so I get I have so much fun with Perfect. them, but I know what you mean. That's not normal. <laughs> it's so nice to just have yeah. these photos. So, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to um, get the photos done because it just gives you that confidence to post things where you're like, oh, thank goodness, I could, you know, I've got like, before I think I had like two okay photos and then now yeah. I've got all these other and ones, which is quite handy. And also, I mean, the look of those, that new photography is very different to the old stuff, which was quite corporate and formal and you looked a little bit serious like that. And now you're kind of like, fun. So, Looking back at those photos, yeah. I feel like I look older, like in mm. some of my older pictures when I was like, yeah. you know, 20s and as opposed to now in the 30s. <laughs> oh, Michelle from Georgia saying happy Monday. Hey. She's Hi, another Michelle. person who's rebranded. Hi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. And Michelle and I are in, um, if you, if anyone's in one room, they'll see, we somehow landed like that pole position picture. It's like myself and Fran and Michelle. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and, and we're like laughing about something hilarious that um, someone said. Who was the photographer that you used for your... So I used sister, so Sophie from Sister Scout. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that she's done a lot with, I, I, I think she actually done the photos for my graphic designer. So I was kind of like this referral process, which is one of the other things I love about, you know, working with female founders is you just yeah. find amazing women you want to work with. Yeah. So so I worked with her and she made the process really, really easy, um, although she did warn me against the last minute, like midnight dash to Kmart, but I was still doing it. <laughs> I still did the midnight dash to Kmart to get all the hilarious props. <laughs> I like that. And what about your website? Did you work on somebody um, for your website or did you do that? So yourself? I always had a website and I had someone um, to help me, like, update it. So, you know, when you do a branding, um, working with a graphic designer or a brander, they'll often do that brand elements or guide for you. So there was mm. a mock-up of what the website could look like. Um, I think you might have shared one of those pictures. And from that I just said, to the website people here's the elements just make this kind of happen right. and so that was so it was so good to be able to just um have that and and get mm -hmm. it so it all works together 
And then you've also got a special tone of voice and comms sort of document developed as well. Yes. yes. So again, because I'm really passionate about, about making documents sound, you know, conversational, I really wanted to make sure I was clear on the way that I was approaching things. So I've worked with um, listening to Star from Star Studio, again, to do a bit of brand voice documents. So I had an idea in my head, but I, I didn't know how to put it all together. And so she's done mm. um, some really cool work in helping me to just get that all structured so that, because I know what it is in my head, but it's kind of getting that out a bit and, and hearing it and, and refining it. So that was really useful. So end to end, how long has this rebrand taken you? Is it Has it been six months, 12 months, two I'm, months? Gosh. I feel like it's been over the last six months and I haven't, mm. there's no, been no time frame. So I, I know like Mia from Campaign Del Mar had a really, you know, she's a marketer yeah. and she knows how to run campaigns. So she yeah. had a really specific campaign about it, whereas I am definitely not that well organised or knowledgeable in marketing. Mm. So I've just kind of updated it from time to time um, to try and get it updated. So, yeah, I haven't had a specific deadline in mind yeah. but so it's just kind of been you know bits and pieces um from I think yeah February March getting the photos done and, and it's all kind of working together yeah and what's next so what's next well I've yeah. got um I mean the one thing I would say about you know if you work with an amazing graphic designer then you can create and I brought I brought these along these little my little um all the little gifts my client oh, gifts that I've had made yes. up with the branding and this was with um, Bron from Promo Loco, who you also spoke to. Yep, so, she was on the show last week. Yeah. Yep. So it's amazing once you get a brand that you love, the way that mm -hmm. you can then use it through so many elements. So now I've got my client gifts. I've got my little thank you cards, which, you know, I was able to create in Canva once I got yes. the – once you get the ideas, then mm. you can go to town on your own. So then my little cards that go with it and everything like that. So. Yeah, that's the beauty of working with a talented graphic designer and also the um, the writers that you mentioned, the comms experts with your tone of voice. Once you've got that kind of baseline yeah. platform, you can use so many tools nowadays to take it forward and yeah. keep it running by yourself. It's yeah. so much easier to, to just um, instead of, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I would just be dilly-dallying around and you end up, like you copy a template in Canva and you're trying to change the colours and I don't know. And, yeah, I was quite daunted when I first got the branding guide back because it had all these different colours. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm – I feel like I'm not that sophisticated enough to know how to use all those colours. But once she showed me how – I was like, oh, okay, I, I totally get it now. It all makes sense. It's beautiful. So, so yeah, so that was pretty awesome. So the next thing for me is um, – uh, so I'm working with the same graphic designer to redo a book that I've that I'm. Um, it was an ebook. Now it's going to be a digital or a hard copy book. Sorry. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Um, what other branding things am I doing? I feel like yeah, the book will be good to get that out of the way, and yeah. then uh, yeah, just a few more kind of faster package services for my female founders is one of the things that I'm working on so that I can help them get their contracts sorted out in a nice defined time frame because it's a little bit stretched out at the moment so I'm trying to package that up a bit more tightly for them 
Nice. Yeah, I think branding is an evolution. It's a journey mm. rather than a kind of set program of activity that's then done yes. and dusted. You just keep Actually, on that is such board. a good point. Because mm. um, I'm updating this little, see how there's a check in the, in the checklist oh, yeah. label? Yeah. Which is which I I love the brand, but I've actually uh, now that I'm moving to more that handwritten, so I'm going to tweak that to be not as sharp, which is like a mm. tiny refinement. Um, and I love that as it is, but just those slight tweaks over time, I think, as you you try and perfect yeah. it, just to get it all yeah. aligned. Yeah. And it's fun. Branding is so much fun. It is fun. Yeah. I am self-publishing uh, this one, Michelle. Yeah, so that was a question from Michelle. Are you self-publishing the book or have you gone to a publisher? Well, what's the book about? Are we allowed to know? So it's it... about contracts. Yeah, so oh. it's called Create, Create Contracts Clients Love. Uh, so it's based around just kind of the basics of my a process that I started to um, redesign contract documents, but often people forget you also have to design the process because they work together because uh, you need to put information into a contract to turn it into a document that's usable and then uh, and then automate it, hopefully. So it's a, a bit of a process that I've worked through, which I call reverse sandwich contracting, because <laughs> contracts are often like these squished up sandwiches. You can't really see what's going on inside, so I like to open them out, get rid of some of the bread, and then, yeah, mm. make, it, make it easier to see. So that's what the book's about. Um, yeah, but the oh, next one, exciting. Michelle, <laughs> the next one might be uh, with a publisher, but I wasn't organised enough to get this one published. Yeah. Oh, that's really exciting. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that when you launch it. Um, and otherwise, that's been a fantastic overview of your journey through changing the look and feel and the sound of your brand and really honing in on the services that you love to deliver for the kind of clients that you want to work with. Thanks, um, yeah, I would just definitely yeah. encourage any professional services business to uh, think about your values as a company and the kind of clients that you want to work with and then what does that look like in, you know, a diagram form and you try and, and develop it out from there. I think it's yeah. so useful to, um, and even your current clients, even if you're getting lots of clients, they will really... Uh, uh, resonate with it and then be more in, inclined to recommend you I think um, yeah, as well that's, if you've got that that's a brand. really important point because we often think about prospective clients and people we haven't worked with yet but there's also that piece about nurturing and valuing the people who mm. are already your clients Thank you so much for all the work you do and highlighting all these amazing Aww. women. Um, it's it's so lovely. So thank you for all your efforts and, um, you know, promoting women's business. I love it. Oh, thank you. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. It's really cool to be able to speak to amazing women like you, Verity. <laughs> okay, Love Fest is over. Let's all go have some lunch. <laughs> Bye, everybody.